Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. <laughs> Did you bring wine? I got the glasses. You guys, I made a quiz. No, I didn't bring anything, but I'm here to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the official Broadwasted podcast where we're drunk on theater. I'm your host, Brian Plofsky, and it seems like only yesterday we started, but soon we'll put away our books and pens. We'll go on with our lives once we have parted, but how can we say farewell to our friends? The double dates, the parties, and the dances, cramming for a mid-tournamental three, the football games, the max, and the romances, soon Bayside will just be a memory. Oh... Our four years here have all become unraveled, and so our high school story finally ends. It finally ends. But years from now, no matter where we've traveled, we'll all look back and think about our friends. We'll all look back and think about our friends. Are those just Saved by the Bell lyrics? Those are, that is the uh, school song of Bayside, Farewell to Bayside, from <laughs> episode uh, 24 from season four, oh, uh, school wow. song. Uh, just, uh, just for all of you listening, there is controversy over whether um, they consider it a season four or season five because of casting things that happened, because they canceled the show, but they filmed the graduation, but then they got renewed, but like uh, Kelly and Jesse had moved on to different projects. Um, that's why Tori is a character because they had to fill spots so that last season is like some Tori episodes some Kelly and Jesse episodes goes back and forth they also threw in some episodes that they kept on the shelf from like seasons one and two where they're like clearly much younger it's a crazy last season what I don't think I've ever watched like through Saved by the Bell I'm of the generation like I got Saved by the Bell reruns Sure, 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 sure. So. Joining us today are the usual Bayside Tigers who are friends forever with buddy bands, including, oh, I wrote this before I knew he wasn't going to be here, Kevin Beep, a Beep, a Beep, a Beep, go Bayside, Jager. But he's on <laughs> he location, I know, deep in Africa, but we'll get to him later because we have Kimberly, our two-player game master, an unofficial <laughs> babysitter for the hour. <laughs> Oh, I love that reference. <laughs> and with Me us too. today is a guest who you may have seen in the Old Globe's The Heart of Rock and Roll or mm. Off-Broadway and Gigantic. She's currently Off-Broadway again and We Are the Tigers. Let's give a big, broad-waisted welcome to friend of the show. Friend of the show. Mimi Scardulo. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> Thank Hi. you for joining us. I'm so happy to be here. Absolutely. Um, you can follow her at Mimi Dula. On social media. Sure can. Um, you can also follow Tigers at Tigers Musical on social media. Sure can. Um, but uh, we're really super excited to have you. It's just the two of us. We're going to have a super good time. I'm yeah. so excited. Well, it's the three of us yeah, if yeah, you yeah. add everyone together. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, totally. Yeah. The two, I don't know, us. The two, two us's. us's. <laughs> <laughs> I already on my way over was like, oh no, I'm going to have to like actually participate in all the call and response <laughs> stuff that Kevin does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to appease, Kevin usually one who appeases me. <laughs> I know, and I just sit here and roll my eyes. <laughs> I love it, I love it. Um, but we're super excited to have you today to talk uh, We Are the Tigers. Um, mm-hmm. But first, let's just start with, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a hard cider. Yes. Me too. Um, I have some Milagro tequila um, in a waitress cup because uh, we just announced that friend of the show, Jeremy Jordan, is oh, joining yeah. waitress. Oh, yeah. As Dr. Vomiter. We do yeah. have to go, I think. We do have, definitely have to go. I haven't seen it since uh, original cast, so... I'm super excited to see it again. I haven't seen it since the out-of-town in Boston. Oh, damn. Yeah, 
it's that show for me that you know how everyone has that one show the first time they saw it was like so special to them sure. uh-huh. and so you're kind of scared to see it again because yeah, it was yeah, such yeah. a thing totally so that's how I was because I was in college mm-hmm. in Boston it was my which I didn't know at the time was going to be my last semester there because I left early. Sure. So, and I, like, the way you giggle when you meet the boy you like sure. is how I giggled at Waitress. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was so special. And, yeah. Did so, you know the movie before you went in? Or? No, I oh. had no idea oh, of, the, cool. of anything. So I just, like, went in blind. Yeah, that's And amazing. I loved it Fine. so much. But how do you not go see Jeremy Jordan and Shoshana Bean like play those characters? So I, I think, totally. I yeah. think I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna pop my Broadway waitress cherry. <laughs> yeah, I think you have to just for the bad cherry idea. Cherry pie. Mm-hmm. Then you mean like, cherry pie. All I want yeah. is to like. Yeah. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I just want them to sing "Bad Idea" for like three hours. Yeah. Just every time they sing, uh, I'm like, "Bad it's, idea." I guess. Reprise yeah. it every Enjoy. scene. Keep doing it. <laughs> um, it does get reprised like twice. I know. I know. Two or three times. It's um, so fun. Well, uh, on that note, sorry into it. What have you seen this week? What have I seen this week? week? Nothing. <laughs> However, that may be true, but Kevin right now is deep in the uh, in Africa. Mm-hmm. He is on location there. Um, he's seeing the Lion King for the first time ever. Oh yeah! It was uh, top of his list. He he got a ticket. He's mm-hmm. he happened to be tonight. He's going to see it. Um, so we're entitling this episode "Lions and Tigers <laughs> and No Bears." <laughs> oh my! Wait, can Kevin also be the bear? That's great. Well, no bears. Oh, because he's not because he's not here. Oh, it's even yeah. better. Here we go. Um, so um, let's. Uh, we have him uh, on location, so let's uh, quickly throw it to Kevin. Kevin? Thanks, Brian and Kimberly. Sorry I can't be with you in the studio, but I am about to cross off one of my biggest Broadway bucket list items. And I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I'm really freaking excited. I have the chance tonight to finally see the inside of the Minskoff Theater because I am going to see The Lion King on Broadway. And I feel like a 10-year-old kid, just like 20-something years too late, getting the chance to see this show, and I'm like freaking out. I've obviously seen some of the pictures, so I've seen like an idea of what I'm going to see, but like I am going into this in full like wide-eyed child mode, ready to be like absolutely stunned. I'm ready to cry. I'm ready to have all of these feels because... I'm ready to see this movie come to life and Julie Taymor's brilliance and just have some belting going on. And um, I'm really excited because I'm sitting in the orchestra on an aisle and Kimberly said that means that something fun is going to happen during the circle of life. And I don't know what it is, but I'm really excited. So I am going to come back to you guys and share with you my feelings when I get to intermission. And then you'll get to hear the after feel as well. So I'll uh, be coming back throughout the episode, but I'm going to send it back to Brian and Kimberly and Mimi in the studio. So I hope you guys are enjoying and having a good time. Uh, Try to stumble your way through Kevin's Corner. I apologize if it doesn't make sense, but I actually don't because that's the whole point. And I am so excited to see the Lion King. So, like, I'm so excited that I'm walking through Times Square and I'm not even caring how slow everyone's going and they're all staring at me. And it's amazing. So I'm going to go see the show. So I'm going to send it back to Brian and Kimberly in the studio. Back to you guys. Thanks, Kevin. We appreciate it. We're really excited to hear what you think about intermission. <laughs> not about the show. What you think about, about intermission. intermission. Yeah, like, is the Men's Club have a good, like, drink feeling? selection? You How know? many people are purchasing m Exactly. Yeah. I want to see that data. Yeah. Wait, I do find different 
like not theaters probably, but like different shows have a different crowd at intermission. Yes. Like I saw Mean Girls recently. Mm-hmm. Everyone got up to get a new drink or to go to the bathroom. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen other shows where just like everyone just sits patiently and mm. waits for the next, next act. Scene. Oh, that's so. Mm-hmm. You think? Right. Wait, do you think it's based on? It's probably based on show. I would think. Yeah. Maybe yeah. also like when you're there. I saw Mean Girls on a Saturday night. Like that's a party crowd. Sure. Yeah, sure. For sure. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever just sat and waited. I always got to like take a lap. Sure. Oh, let my, yeah, let, yeah, let get my that legs blood move flowing. a little bit. Maybe I always think just about what sit. just happened. My old lady hips need to like stand <laughs> <laughs> Um, But uh, do you mind if we ask you a couple questions? Ask away. Okay, awesome. Um, what's your favorite musical? Sunday in the Park with George. <gasps> Mine too. It's you, the best. Yeah. There we are. Uh, why do you love it? Um, I don't know. I think when I was in high school, I had a friend who was like, oh, I love this show called Sunday. You have to watch it. And I, like, mm-hmm. wanted to be your best friend. So I went home and I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, I went on YouTube <laughs> and watched Manny Patinkin and Bernadette mm-hmm. Peters, which is like, what? Mm-hmm. And watched it and I was just like, this is everything. Yeah. I just think the way it talks about being a creator and yep. that whole process sure. and, like, re- relating that to love and just, like, and ha- finding your voice and owning your voice and, like, I don't know. I think it's brilliant. And, oh, God, I just love it. Awesome. Um, Is she your best friend? Yes. Oh, she did end up becoming my best friend. Oh, really? So yeah. it worked out great. It really worked out. Oh, Perfect. This is wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Some kids do drugs to be cool. I watched Sunday in the Park with George. Yeah. You know what? May you lead by example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what's your, you kind of talked a little bit about Waitress before, but mm-hmm. do, you, do you consider that your favorite experience seeing a show? Is there another one that, it may have not been your favorite show, but you remember that visceral reaction to it or walking out of it or you always think about it? Um, waitress wasn't, waitress was a good one, but I think the way I felt specifically after Cynthia Revo saying I'm here in sure. the recent oh, like, Purple yeah. Reviver. That comes up a lot. Revival. Uh-huh. I, um, not Reviver, the Reviver. <laughs> um, she I really liked you. that. Yeah. She did. But I literally remember hunkering down, like, like <laughs> it happened. I hunkered down and I looked at my best friend, Andrew, and I go, I need another intermission. Like I need five well, did she minutes. Get I a need five to take that in. Oh yeah, she did one of these that too. Okay, show stopped. Oh, it was you, you can't not. It, it was pretty like, incredible. Intense. Yeah. It was incredible. That's a also, good like one. that that show is incredible. Like when she in the beginning of the show when she's like, "Dear God." Oh, sorry, yeah. it's my day off. Um, like <laughs> and she's like singing it to the ground, but it's like reverbing through the entire theater. You're like, "Oh God, I was not ready. I wasn't ready, Cynthia." No. Oh, that's so. We good. cried through the whole show. Was yeah. that our first show? We like saw the three, get, of us. Oh, three of us. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a good one. Cute. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. We. It was a great. great we had great a moment. Revival. We held each other. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're you're from Louisiana, right? Sure am. Um, do you remember seeing your first Broadway show, or or you can answer another way? What was the tour that came through with the local theater that like hooked you? Yeah, this is a great story. Yes. So I. The Sanger Theater in in New Orleans is where we saw everything. Sure. So that's where I saw everything growing up. And I remember I was, like, so excited to see Hairspray. Like, that was my first show I saw. I don't think... Yeah, Hairspray. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, this is a great story, but I have a better story. (laughs) (laughs) The one where I'm, like, old enough to remember being, like, oh, my God, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, and I get to watch it, Mm -hmm. was Hairspray. And I ended up getting a bad grade on a test the week before, on, like, Monday. And my mom was like, I just don't know if we can go to Hairspray. Oh, no. no. I just don't know. And I remember calling my grandma and being like, Mama, I tried so hard on my math test, but... (laughs) 
I just didn't do well. And now my mom's mom's not going to let me go to hairspray. And she goes, your mom's not going to let you use hairspray. <laughs> like, no, she's not going to let me go see hairspray. So <laughs> that's that. But then the other story. But you got to see it. I got to see it. I okay, did. Okay. I did. I am great. Yeah, I she already wrapped, bought the tickets. She wrapped around my finger. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's not a punishment you can follow through on. Exactly. No, 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 no. no. Um, but my first musical that I remember vividly, I was maybe like six or seven, maybe eight, seven or eight, and we went to Biloxi, Mississippi, to sure. one of the one of the um, casinos had like a touring yeah. house that would come through. Okay. Oh, cool. And so, my we were going to see Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Okay. Which interesting? In to, wait, yeah, in Mississippi. in Mississippi. Right, right, right. And so I was like, which is a very oh, interesting show to yeah, take your, you, your seven or eight year old to. It's but in the whatever. title, they can't say they're a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> they were. But you know, whatever. I was young. I just wanted to see the dancing. Sure. I also yeah. grew up like watching Dirty Dancing since I was like three or four. Mm-hmm. So I, we knew everything. Yeah. You wanted the dancing, and so yeah. we're there. It's it's fantastic. It's so fun. The dancing mm-hmm. in that was, was so great. Incredible. This is amazing. And so there was a seat in the very front row, and I looked at my mom and I go, "Can I go sit there? I want to sit there." And she goes, "Okay, go ahead," because they could see me. Different time, different time. Right. Not yeah. 2019. Right, right, right. And so I go and sit in the front row, and we get to the scene where the football players get to the chicken ranch. Oh sure. yeah. And this guy just does cartwheels across the stretch and assless chaps. And so my face was like, <gasps> like I, my eyes were huge. My mouth was agape. Like I was like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I was hooked to musical theater ever since. Yeah, I would be too. Um, oh do you remember your first Broadway show? And how old were you? Um, I was 16. Mm-hmm. And when I turned, I couldn't come to New York until I was 16. And when I turned 16, I told my mom, I don't want to see the Empire State Building. I don't care about the Statue of Liberty. Sure. I just want to see shows. So yeah. I got here. And this was, this I was like saw, your sweet 16 present? This was like my sweet 16 present. Cool. So I saw seven shows in like five days. What Do you remember them? Yeah. In the Heights was the first one. Changed wait, my life. When your first Broadway show? In the Heights. I just got goosebumps. Yeah, in the Heights. And I... Kimberly, went, you can't see this. Kimberly and I literally just like both jumped out of our chairs yeah. for that one. I know. It's like incredible, right? And yeah. like yes. I'm obsessed with Annie Blank and Bueller. If I could work with any choreographer, it would be him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God. Um, in the Heights, Billy Elliot, Promises, Promises. What a good season this was. Yeah. I'm remembering exactly yeah. what season you came up. Um, Next to Normal. Oh, wow. Um... Uh, hair, and there's one more. There's one more. There's one more. Jersey Boys. That is a crazy. And solid. then just you wait, Henry Higgins. It was the weekend that the Tony Awards were happening, and they were at Radio City Music Hall. <gasps> Two weeks before we left, my mom sees it on the Today Show and goes, and goes, "Oh, that's so funny. We're gonna be there." And she like Google's. She's like, "Oh, we're not seeing a show on Monday night. That's weird." And my mom Googles and gets us tickets to the Tony Awards. So I not only was what? in New York for the first time, I was I just saw seven shows and I got to go to the Tony Awards. But also you went to the Tonys after you saw everything that was nominated. Pretty much, yeah. Like you saw it in the Heights win. I didn't see Promises Promises until after the Tony Awards. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, 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 but yeah still. so I got to like watch Sean Hayes host. Right. And then go see him in the show. That's a, that's crazy. It was incredible. And like, you didn't see one dud in that line. Not a dud. No. no, not a dud. Wow. 
Yeah. Well done, it mom. Was, oh god, that was, I was quite a present. That and when my mom turned my house into a mall when I was five years old. Wait, Top I'm two sorry, moments what? of my life. Go on. My mom, who <laughs> my mom grew up and like didn't I have need great birthdays. To like so meet your mom and be like, she's, teach me. She's <laughs> the most incredible, hardworking, amazing woman you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. And so when I turned five. So to preface, my mom did not have good birthdays growing up. It okay. just like wasn't a big deal. So she's always been a, made a point to make my sister and I's birthday amazing. Sure. And so growing up for my fifth birthday, and when you're five, you don't have a lot of friends. So I maybe had like f- six friends. Right. Yeah. So my mom you turned have people my you house. go to kindergarten with. Exactly. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But like the two that you will share a toy with. For yes, sure. Yes, you know? For sure. And we lived in a neighborhood where we were all really close. So I would like ride my bike to people's oh, houses. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so. My mom turned my house into a mall. So one room was like the toy room and you could buy a toy. And the other room, she put like all plastic high heels in. That was the shoe store. And then my grandma, like you're all the same size when you're five. So she just made like five or six of these like different colored dresses. I had the only gold one and everyone else was like silver and blue or something. This is adorable. And it was the best birthday ever. Ever and like my sister's friends all were the cashiers. Stop. That's, that's the most amazing, incredible birthday ever. Because five is like right when you're like you want to do things at a party. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, you need an activity. You need an activity, you can't just but like it also wasn't this like crazy thing. <laughs> it was the most fun thing yeah. ever. Awesome. That's so cool. Well, on that note, let's play our first game. Yeah, let's, let's do it. You know, speaking of sixteen-year-olds. Oh um, yes. I pulled my high school friends today, and I was like, "What are games we played at sleepovers?" This is a perfect segue. I love this. Exactly. So, and the one thing they both texted back immediately was MASH. I love MASH. We haven't played that in a while. That we have a game that is a variation on MASH that I guess we now rename the Legacy Robe. Um, But Robe is spelled a little differently here. Great. It is spelled R-O-W-B. Okay. And it stands for Regional Off-Broadway West End or Broadway, and it's how we pick your dream role. I love. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, so oh, what this are, game was so fun. I'm so happy. We haven't played this in yeah, ages. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are four musicals you'd love to be in? Aladdin. Um, um, Wicked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And I got to say Sunday. Yeah. Duh. Duh. Okay. Four dream co-stars. Mm. And it doesn't have to necessarily be for those shows. Correct. Right? Okay, just, just dreams. Just dreams. Just dreams. Because none of this will make sense. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Harrison Gein. <gasps> yes. Bernadette Peters. Yeah. Will Rowland. Good one. Friend of the show. I love him so much, mm-hmm. and I want to do a show with him. Um, James Inglehart. Oh, oh yeah. friend of the show. Good, solid choices. James and I. Yeah. Um, okay, and then um, just four random numbers. Uh, 18, mm-hmm. 86, mm-hmm. Um, 25. Of course. 11. Great numbers. I love these Amazing. choices. Yeah, okay. Um, close your eyes and say when. Okay. When. Cool. One, two. Three, four, five, six. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So while she does that, she figures it out. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I'm here for the questions. Um, if you were um, on death row, this is a very serious question, and you could only see one show before you go, 
what show would it be? Now you can, it could be from any point in time. You can stunt cast something. You get to see one last show. Uh, it could be the original cast of something. Totally up to you. What show do you want to see? I want to see Cabaret with Charlotte D'Amboise as Sally Bowles. That's... Yeah, okay. Okay. I want to go, too. Yeah. You yeah. can come with me. Awesome. If they let you be there. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll ask the word. Yeah, you can uh, send a good, put in a good word for me. <laughs> All right. Here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Always. Mimi's next show will be a West End production of Hamilton, Ooh. co-starring Bernadette Peters. Yes. That will win 86 Olivier Awards. <laughs> yeah, we will, Bernie. <laughs> Honestly, like her as um, the king would be fierce. Oh, I'd watch absolutely. that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'd do that. Her as the king, me as a cute plus size bullet. I'm down. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm ready. You don't want to lead. You just want to be the bullet. Well, I do. I mean, I would be a lead. That's great. But I want to, like, everyone's like, why do you want to be in Hamilton? Da, da, da. I'm like, because it's time for a woman or a person of size to prove that, like, plus size people that's can true. dance that choreography. Amen. That's actually really that's, true. It's diverse really, it's, in every other aspect. It's really, really important mm-hmm. to me. Cool. Because they're so open to putting men of size in the leading roles. Mm-hmm. And it's time for a woman of size, of true size to be in that ensemble. Awesome. That's a really great point. Yeah. Can we yeah. ask you some questions about the show you're currently in? Oh, yes. yeah. Speaking of fierce dancing. Yeah. I know it well. Um, <laughs> so you're in We Are the Tigers. I am. Um, before we even start, uh, tell us a little. Kimberly saw it. I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, explain it to someone who hasn't seen it, uh, what it's about. Um, so it is about a cheer team who recently suffered from a viral video where they like drop people out of a stunt at the regionals. So Mm -hmm. they're known as like the worst team ever. Sure, sure. And Riley, who is the new captain, is like destined to change that fate. Captain post video. Post video. She's the new Mm -hmm. captain for the new year. Mm -hmm. And she's destined to change that fate. And so um, every year the Tigers have an annual sleepover. Mm -hmm. And so she comes into the sleepover being like, we're going to practice. We're going to learn new cheers. We're going to be the best team Mm -hmm. Giles Corey High has ever seen. And so my character, Reese, is the mascot. But she's tried out for the team every Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. and doesn't make it. And um, she gets invited out of a gesture of like goodwill, like we can't have the, there's a line we can't have we can't have the tigers without the tiger. Sure. Um, and so this sleepover starts, and you start to learn about these girls that have real big high school issues, and mm-hmm. they're not best friends, and that mm-hmm. starts to rear its ugly head, and then things just get real violent from there. Oh damn! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Cool. Well, what do you what do you love about the show? I love that I have a job. I have no. a job. <laughs> but I love that I truly have eight other strong, amazing females on stage with me sure. every night mm-hmm. who are not only incredibly talented, but also incredibly nice and good people mm-hmm. who are fun to play with yeah. and be on stage with. I feel safe with them. Sure. I feel like. If I'm having a weird day, they're there to like lean into it and be like, okay, we're having a weird show. Let's do it. Or mm-hmm. if I'm having a sad right. day, they're like, no, you got this. We got this. And just, it's so rare that you do a show with all good eggs and everyone so from true. our two boys, the one swing and then Lewis, who's in the show mm-hmm. from them to like all the way up to our director, Michael yeah. Bellow, like everyone was great people to be involved with. That's awesome. How much are you allowed to talk about? I mean, I feel like they're releasing all kinds of fun pictures. So let's talk about <laughs> everything. Um, 
what were like the first rehearsals like with all of the death sequences? It was really crazy because we didn't really like, I didn't get to see any of them when we were in the rehearsal room because mm. of just, uh, just because of how they all worked out. And then by the time they were really doing them, it was towards the end. And it's just like a bunch of poses when you're in the room. But then when you get into tech, you start seeing the lights and the blood starts coming and you're like, oh my God. Um, but really and truly, the murders were some of the biggest changes we saw in previews. So I guarantee really? the murders that you saw at the second preview are nowhere near the murders we perform every night oh, now. Oh, that's super Ooh, cool. I do have yeah. to go back. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you. they were fun in the, yeah, in the second preview. That second murder yes. is so scary now to where, like, I go backstage to enter after it. Sure. And the sounds that that the actress that gets killed second is making is, like, concerning to me. <laughs> I'm like, is she okay? Like, did something actually like, go every, wrong do on need, stage? Do we need to hold? Like, yeah. she sounds like she's dying. Um, good. She's a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's incredible. A lot of people take different uh, tactics to learn new music, to convey new music when you're kind of originating it, mm-hmm. um, or even just new choreography or, you know, not based on anything. Is there yeah. something that you do? Um, what's your process in terms of bringing something brand new to the stage as opposed to reviving something? Thing or doing a song that we all know. Yeah, well, my my career has mostly been doing new stuff. Sure. I don't. I I have not been in a like pre-existing musical since I was in college. Mm. So since I moved to the city, I've only done new things. That's amazing. So it's huge. It's a it's a huge part of my career now. But mm-hmm. Reese was the first time since I moved that it was like my part, and I had to like get to know her and like sit mm-hmm. in her. Yeah. And I think that I always love like I have to find what's inside her that's inside me and through like the singing and everything and learning the songs it's like I can't just sing to sound good I have to sing to 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 say what I need to say sure, you know so Reese's I think point of from view. Reese's point yeah. of view and like how she's feeling and so much of what she goes through in the show I went through in high school mm-hmm. and so coming at it with that and coming at it with just complete honesty and like what does she really want like it's a funny show there's funny moments oh, yeah. but like at the end of the day like it's a very real thing that mm-hmm. these girls go through you know it might be a little heightened here and there but sure. like it's real and it's honest and it's fun and yeah I yeah. just come at it with a sense of play like mm-hmm. I'm never I never tell myself stop playing mm-hmm. like still to this day I'll make a I could go to the show tomorrow night and make a completely new choice right just because I think that's what we do it's a you're a mm-hmm. human being on stage yeah. so like it can you be can't different. live the same lay twice unless you're in Groundhog Day. But do you, right, right, right. Do you, <laughs> very different. Do you, um, what has the audience reaction been like, both like post-show or during show, in terms of what do you think they're getting from it? What messages do you think are hitting hardest with audiences? What are they empathizing with most? I think a lot of people are leaving with like females are strong as hell. Like yeah. these, like these girls oh, are like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's really true. People are like, oh my God, you guys are a force up there. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that we're putting actions into all female hands that aren't usually in female hands. Like, sure. yeah. Um, like, I, I, I just love to stray away from, like, female are these dainty people who, like, wake up with a full face of makeup and, like, put a spritz of something on and walk out the door and they're ready for the day. Like, that's not real life. And, like, no. it's not real. Like, yes. But I feel like we're breaking that at Tigers. We're, like, we are archetypes 
of people, but mm-hmm. we are not stereotypes. We are the tigers. Yeah, we are the tigers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are the tiger. You types. are the tiger. Um, yeah, I, I am did the wish tiger. we got to see the costume. I I do too. However, I do too. I'm sure you don't wish you were inside I, of a costume. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, but I do wish like there was a moment where I would someone was like, "Oh, did you bring your costume?" And I like pull out the tiger Just head the from head. my yeah. backpack. Like, I do wish that bit was in there, but maybe the sequel. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, oh, that would be fun. Yeah. Slashers always get sequels. Yeah. yeah. Well, Maybe for the Netflix special. Yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> so before we've talked a little bit about tigers. Oh yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about lions again. Um, we're going to uh, go uh, live to live to tape. Strong segue. <laughs> to our uh, well, it is lions and tigers and, uh, no, and no bears? Bears. Oh my. We're going to go to uh, deep into Africa once again, the Sahara, um, and we're going to go to uh, or the savanna, I should say, Pride Rock. Uh, we're going to go uh, straight to Kevin and hear what he thinks about for Act One of the Lion King. Uh, yeah. Kevin, can you hear me? What, what, what are you thinking about the Lion King right now? Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. Thanks, Brian and Kimberly. So it's intermission, and I am having such a good time. Um, I can't stop smiling, and I got really sad when, uh, spoiler alert, uh, Mufasa died. Um, I'm also sitting very near to a group of children with their family, and the little kids started crying, which broke my heart. And as the lights came up in intermission, he asked his parents, are you going to die too? Which made me want to die. Um, But in the best way possible. (laughs) Uh, The movement is incredible. Just the way that they use movement, the way they're utilizing the puppets. I I love this show. (laughs) Like, the set is so cool. The way they did the stampede, even though it made me sad, was incredible. It's really, really beautiful. And the audience is having a great time. Um, Hakuna Matata is a big crowd pleaser. And as soon as the music even started, you can hear people going, ah, ah, and like really getting into it. It's just so cool. And so many things keep walking by me on the aisle. Um, My favorite is by far the elephant. The elephant was the coolest thing in the world. And I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, what's cool about this is I know what's going to happen in the story, but like I can't wait to see the visual way that they represent that. And I'm just... I'm having so much fun. This is so great. I can't believe it's taken me so long to see this, but I am living my best African safari life with this show, and I cannot wait for intermission to end and to be back to act two. So I will send it back to you guys in the studio. I think you guys are probably having just as much fun as me, and I am excited to report on what happens when I'm finished with the show for the evening. So until then, I'm going to send it back to Brian and Kimberly and Mimi in the studio. Back to you guys. Great. Thanks so much, Kevin. Cool. Put some bug spray on. Yeah, man. Be careful. (laughs) Yeah. Some screen as well. Yeah, for sure. It's going to burn. But since Kevin's not here, uh, we do uh, have a segment that he usually does, but uh, uh, Kimberly and I are going to take the reins on this one uh, because it's Tuesdays in the Corner with Brian and Kimberly. Kevin's Corner, but it's mine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Welcome to Kevin's Corner. Uh, Kevin's Corner is when Kevin uh, reads you three very true direct questions. Highly researched. Mm-hmm, that are Great. going mm-hmm. to essentially uh, are, are taken from uh, your uh, in any information you can find online about you. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. However, this Kevin's Corner is sponsored by our friends at Gold Star. Uh, yeah. Gold Star is a great way to get cheap tickets. Go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted, all lowercase, uh, and use our code at checkout. That's broadwasted, all uppercase, for $10 off. Um, you can actually find We Are the Tiger tickets on there.
Diner. Nice. Um, so definitely go and check out them there. Um, but Kimberly, why don't you uh, get us started with question number one? Sure. I'd like to let you know that I haven't read this in advance. <laughs> Uh, on goldstar.com backslash broadwasted, you can get a great deal on Whiskey in the Dark, a multi-sensory tasting run by Whiskey Stories, a Michelin guide recommended immersive whiskey tasting experience at Little Palace in Brooklyn. Ooh. There's a palace in Brooklyn? It's little. <laughs> Thanks. The evening includes four high-end whiskey flights that you sip blindfolded along with gourmet food pairings to entice your palate and Whiskey's Stories signature whiskey-based unisex cologne to enhance your sense of smell. What? Okay. Smellovision, however, was a system that released odor during the projection of a film so that the viewer could smell what was happening in the movie and was only ever used in the 1960. 1960 film, Scent of Mystery. Of course, of course. Mystery airships are a class of unidentified flying objects best known for the series of newspaper reports originating in the western United States and spreading east during the late during late 1896 and early 1897 mm. that are seen as the cultural predecessor to modern claims of extraterrestrial piloted flying saucer-style UFOs. Interesting. Ooh, wow. Aliens. So my question is, <laughs> Kevin's Kim's question, question is... <laughs> If you were sent on a mission with a small troop of performers into space to meet a newly discovered alien race and introduce them to musical theater, what three musicals would you perform for them? Mm. Whoa. Mamacita. <laughs> that was a journey to read. <laughs> um, okay. We, we would have to do the whole musical or I would pick a number from each of these musicals? I think you're doing three full musicals. I think musicals. three full. Three like you're doing musicals. maybe in rep for two weeks. Love it. Ooh, okay. a, it's a big cool, cool, cool. audience of aliens. You need to cycle them in and out. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think. Um, okay. I think I would start with like a damn Yankees. Oh. Yes. I think the way Bob Fosse uses the music in that musical is genius mm -hmm. and and is the like precedent of musicality. Okay. Um, then I would hit them with something a little more classic, like a Les Mis. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. really bring in some singers and like sure. really show them what it's like to just do like a classic yeah. new musical. Mm -hmm. Who would you um, be in these musicals? Uh, Damn Yankees. I would want to be Lola. Yeah, Obviously. Um, uh, Les Mis. Um, I'd want to be Madame Tenardier for mm. sure. Yeah, okay. Even though I really love the part Angeras, but you know. Oh, yeah. If we were Hot Red Redding, Vest. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel like he just like sings a little bit and then goes away. And then yeah, it's yeah. like, True. he's like got yeah. a great part. Yeah, then he does. Um, Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. They know. Um, and then I would hit them with, I think, an In the Heights. Yeah. Because I love that show. I think it's got great music. I think it's a nice updated use of that same musicality and just, oh, yeah. just who doesn't want to perform firework in space, you know? Or blackout. You'd have to explain damn, all of that to them. Damn Electricity. Yankees. And then. Lame is, and In the Heights is yeah. a solid rep company. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like you've got, you've got a lot of diversity in this rep company. Absolutely. Got, please imagine the casting. Whoever is like Usnavi and the devil. Yeah. And Manuel will do it himself. Yeah. Here we go. All Vocal right. Vocal cords of steel. <laughs> yes. Question number two. Okay. On goldstar.com back, I have also not read these. <laughs> on goldstar.com backslash broadwasted, you can enjoy an elegant and romantic night out at the New York Botanical Gardens annual 
orchid evenings. Step into one of the world's greenest cultures um, as Super Trees comes alive around you with a display of lights and orchids after dark in the conservatory. You'll sip a Singapore sling and Ooh. grab a bite to eat from the Bronx Night Market pop-up while freestyle dancers and DJs perform the, throughout the night as you explore the kaleidoscope of orchid varieties from a city in a garden and beyond. The Beyonder, however, is a fictional entity appearing in Marvel Comics. Oh, thanks, Kevin. I got this one. I didn't just want to purpose. Who first appeared in 1984 as an unseen cl- claim. Claimed, yeah. Uh, to be om- uh, omni- omnipotent, uh, being who kidnapped the heroes and the villains of the Marvel Universe and had them do battle with each other on another planet called Battleworld. World of Darkness is the name given to the three related but distinct fictional universes uh, created as settings for supernatural horror-themed role-playing games. So my question to you, Kevin's Kevin's question question to you, is what are some of your favorite board games you played as a kid and were you very good at following the rules? My favorite games were... Candyland, yeah, mm-hmm. Pretty Pretty Princess, Hell yes. yeah. and Mall Talk. Great. Yes. Was it Mall Talk or Mall Phone? Mall Talk. Something like that. What it had those? a phone. It was like one there. It was, you or were was at a mall. was it called Girl Talk? No. Girl Talk is different. They definitely had a mall Girl Talk, But I think it was like the mall. It was the one where you were at the mall. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I was very bad at the rules of Candyland because I just wanted to get Queen Frostine. <laughs> and I was also kind of bad at the rules for Pretty Pretty Princess because I really wanted the crown. Mall Madness? Mall like, Madness. Madness. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's yeah. it. And I actually nailed the rules of Mall Madness because my sister sure. was very strict about those. Mm-hmm. But the other two, I would I would fight my way to get what I wanted. Oh, yeah. You wanted that crown. You wanted those rings. You wanted I those wanted earrings. to be Queen Frostine. I yeah. wanted the crown and yes. Pretty Pretty Princess. I understand. My sister had Pretty Pretty Princess, and we played all the time. It's the best Did game you? ever. Yeah, absolutely. Bring it back. Yeah, I need like yeah, an updated right? Pretty Pretty Princess. And we broke the crown, and we had to uh, scotch tape it back together. Oh my god, yes! And the oh, earrings. Yeah. Oh, I, I always wear the earrings so much. Oh, so good. I want this back. Where are the '90s board games? I in know. Life? Uh, that's what needs a resurgence too. '90s board games. Hell yeah! I feel like they're kind of coming you know, back. A little Urban bit. Outfitters will do it eventually. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Mall Phone, or what? What is it called? Mall Madness. Mall Madness. Mall Madness. Mall Madness. And what was the one where like? Was that the one where there's like a date in the middle mm-hmm. and like you got the hot boy or, yeah. not, or like the nerd boy? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What a problematic game. <laughs> 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 okay, like, different time. Yep. Okay. Question three. <clears throat> you ready? Whew, okay. All right. If you miss The Sopranos and have watched Goodfellas and The Godfather too many times to count, no, then you're going to love going on goldstar.com backslash broadwasted and seeing who gets... Murdered by the Mob at Arno Restaurante in New York City. Mm. This outrageous interactive comedy mystery has been entertaining New York audiences for more than 15 years. When one of the made men celebrating at Arno Restaurante Mm -hmm. is the victim of a hit, everyone's a suspect, including (gasps) you. What? So forget about it and enjoy an Italian dinner, dancing, and an entertaining show while mingling with mobsters and matching wits with the cop who's on the case. Casey Austin Case Keenum. Case Keenum's a football player. Oh, really? That's so weird. Well, 15 years ago, they made him. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, wait. No. However. (laughs) Sorry. What? I forgot about how Kevin's mind works in these questions. Sure. This was moving on to a new theme. Oh. Casey Austin Case Keenum, however, is an American football quarterback (laughs) for the Washington Redskins who played college football for Houston, where he became the NCAA's all-time leader in total passing yards, touchdowns, and completions. Completing the square in element... 
Completing the square in ele- elementary algebra is a technique for converting the quadratic polynomial of the form ax2 plus bx plus c to the form a parenthesis x minus h parenthesis to the second plus k. You're losing me. You're I losing don't me. remember if that's how you read math. For some values of h and k. Um, Casey and JoJo are an American R&B okay, duo. Okay, back on track. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Great, all right. Here we, here we go. go. Casey and JoJo are an American R&B duo consisting of brothers Kendrick Casey Haley and Joel JoJo Haley, whose song All My Life was a huge hit and played at all of the school dances I attended and has became a staple in my brother's karaoke repertoire. Kevin's brother's karaoke <laughs> repertoire. I have no brother. You go, brother. Uh, so my question is, you were forced to carry... If you were forced to do karaoke right now, what three songs would you sing? What song would you pick for Kimberly to sing? And what song would you pick for Brian to sing? Oh, okay. I would sing... Knowing us so well. <laughs> I would sing Last Dance by Donna Summer. Yes. It's my go-to. It's yeah. also my go-to audition song. Sure, if sure. I'm a croaky mess, she still comes out pretty good. Great. Um, I would make Kimberly sing... <laughs> Redneck Woman. Yes. <laughs> I have sung that at karaoke before. And then I would make you sing Here for the Party. Great. Yeah. What Perfect. a fun karaoke night we're going to have. It would have. be really fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, let's go. And that has been Kevin's, Kevin's Corner. Oh, thanks, Kevin. You did a great job. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Um, let's talk a little bit about your dog. What? She's the light of my life. Tell me all about Tell her. Tell me everything about your dog. We so know. my dog has quite the story. Um, she was my grandmother's before she was mine. Okay. And my grandmother found her on the side of the road when she was no. six months old in a box. What? Yeah. Just just her. Just her, all alone. And just on the side of the road, she found her, rehabilitated her, everything like that. Oh my and goodness. then I moved to the city three years ago, and right after I moved, my grandmother passed away. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, after I finished Gigantic and I was in New York City without a job and all those bluesy blues hit, sure. yeah. I Biloxi was like, blues? <laughs> um, I, Go back. I love it. Um, I was like, I was looking at shelters every day, but I was also like, I just really want Gypsy. And at that point, my parents had kind Wait, of the dog's name him. is Gypsy? Her name is Gypsy oh, Rosalie. Oh, my I'm sorry, God. I should have lived with that. Her name is Gypsy Rosalie. Oh, this is everything. Yes. But my grandmother named her Gypsy because she was like a little Gypsy on the side of the road. Oh, sure. Um, and I added, added Rosalie. Rose and Perfect. so yeah. she passed away. I was feeling blue. So I went home and I brought her back with me. And she's been up here with me for three years now. What kind of a dog is she? She's a little Pomeranian mix. Oh. She's the sweetest little girl. And like from a box on the side of the road to New York City is pretty incredible. Girl has made it. She's oh, made yeah. it. Absolutely. She's a star. Yeah. She's the light of my life. I love her to death. Her vaudeville act really brought her to the right place. Really brought her to the right <laughs> yeah. place. The Orpheum Circuit yeah. right to New York. <laughs> the other day, I. We have a cast album coming out yeah. April 26th, but you can pre-order it now. So yeah. when this comes Do out, it. go pre-order it. For the sure. music is so um, good. It's incredible. Yeah. But that morning, I'm like so excited to, to record my first cast album. I'm like freaking out. I wake up early. I make myself breakfast, which never happens. <laughs> I like watch my friends um, who are in Be More Chill perform. Um, I'm like so excited. And I'm like having such a relaxing morning. I go to walk my dog. I'm all dressed and ready, but my stuff is inside. I lock myself out of my apartment. No. 
So and and I I live so close to where we were recording, so I was like, oh wow 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 wow. So I call my stage manager. I go, I'm gonna oh, be you late. Oh, your phone. I'm yeah. I have my phone. I'm like, I'm gonna be late. And I'm bringing my dog. And she was like, what? I go, I locked myself out of my apartment. I don't want to throw off the entire day. My landlord's coming to help me. I can bring her back at lunch. So I bring my dog to record our cast album. And then I'm like, I'll bring her back at lunch. I go back to my apartment. My lockbox won't open where my, my landlord has put my keys. So oh. I have to bring her back to the studio. Well, guess what I had after recording our session? An audition. Oh. So I had to bring my dog to an audition. Oh. Did it get you the job? I don't know. But thank <laughs> God it was for Stephen Brackett, who I worked with on Be More Chill oh, off-Broadway. And so he had met Gypsy before. So, of course, he insisted that she come in and sit on his lap as I auditioned for her for him. Oh. So... And she yawned during my high note, like a real B word. <laughs> she's like, I can do that. Yeah. I've heard that I'm, better in the shower. I'm Gypsy Rose Lee. Yeah, but she's the best. She's the best dog ever. She's so chill and sweet. She loves to come to the dance studio with me. Oh, yeah. She like, lays in the corner. But if I do any floor work, she's like, you're on my level. What's going on? <laughs> she's like, what's happening? Do I need to step in? That's cool. so cute. That's she's awesome. Um, should we play another game? Yes. Let's yes, we should. Game. Let's do it. Um, this is going to be a journey. I just want to tell you right now. I'm always I'm ready, ready for a um, journey. Horrified the musical is the name of this game. Love it. Great. Great. Um, so there are three, two piles in a bag okay. on the table. And one pile is the name of a 90s or early aughts um, slasher flick. Okay. Sure. And one pile is the name of a female-led rock group. Okay. And in... The bag are all my Lights of Broadway show cards. Okay. I love. So what you're going to do is pick one of each from each pile. Sure. Then describe to me how you would adapt that movie to the stage with the catalog of the band you've picked. And when you pick one Lights of Broadway show card, tell me how they would be involved in your production. Amazing. And finally, um, just pick a song from the catalog of the band you've chosen. Um... And just adapt those lyrics to become like either the killer's confession or like the first murderer's like running from the killer inner monologue. I'm gonna be so bad at this game. (laughs) Ryan's gonna go first. I am in a horror show, but I do not watch scary movies. Oh, yay. (laughs) I'm the girl that like looks up the plot and then maybe goes. (laughs) I, am I supposed to tell you what I got? Yes. Okay. So um, next season coming to Broadway is Scream the Musical. Also, Screamsicle. The Screamsicle, love that. Yeah, um, with the music of Mr. Wives. Okay. Who I love so much. Um, They have a song called Our House. Okay. Our House. No, but that's okay. Cool, cool. I like that one though. But it's uh, we built our own house. So um, that song is going to be about the the house that they're in at the beginning. So that's going to open. Drew Barrymore's house or Drew Barrymore's house. So we're going like, this is going to be like, you get into, so in my my mind's eye, you actually get into the theater and the actress is already on stage. Ooh, Um, pre-show. And she's like, just like going through her night, make like. What did she make? Like a, a she makes, the, pizza or she something? makes the popcorn on the stove, I think. Yes. So, like, maybe she's setting that up, or like, she's just like, you know, uh, 
you know, cleaning her room, getting ready for the night, whatever the case may be. Just like a, we're watching her have a normal night, us knowing what's eventually going to happen to her. Um, yeah. And she's singing our house, that kind of a thing. Like, like she's making basically preparing the house, thinking for a fun night, but she's actually preparing for her death. Oh, um, cool. So that's cool. how that's opening up. Um, and then the show opens with what we know as the cold open and then like blackout. And then we start with, you know, everyone else. Um, but that uh, the Drew Barrymore part is actually going to be played by Lisa Howard. Oh, yeah. um, so it's going to be a big number, like a big show stopping, like opening number, just her. Um, and then she gets to go home. And then she's done. Yeah. She gets to go <laughs> she's home. She's murdered. Yeah. yeah she doesn't even have to bow. Bye, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. She bows right after. Exactly. She's one of those fancy opera bows where For, they're like, you're totally, done. Totally. Totally. Yeah. The Cynthia Revo bow. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Great, 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 great. Um, but yeah, Mr. Wives does the whole score and uh, it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I'm in. So cool. You want to go? I'll go. All right. I'm ready. All right. So what do you have? Okay. I have Max von Essen Great. is going to be starring in Final Destination, the musical. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm already in. Set to the songs of Paramore. Oh, uh, this is incredible. I know, right? Yeah. So um, the real moment that's been really shocking me in rehearsals for this show mm -hmm. is this final song that Max von Essen's, like, uh, female counterpart sings. Mm -hmm. They're on that roller coaster where that guy kills a lot of people. Sure. Mm -hmm. And they're going up. And as she sings that big note, like, oh, whatever makes you bad. Is that she goes, oh, and they're plummeting. And she's like, and I got you where I want you now. And yeah. like, it's really this is great. It's really What a intense. set this is going to have. I mean, yes, a full roller coaster. Yeah, I'm all in. We've got a full roller coaster on stage. It's really cool. Really going it. for the spectacle. I Watch out, this. King Kong. Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs> just rebuild the Broadway theater. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so yeah, King it's going to be really cool. Yeah. yeah, King Kong be, can be in it yeah. for sure. He can kill yeah. some people. We're fine with that. Final Destination. Kimberly? Yes. I have. I know what you did last summer. Mm. Okay. The musical. I love this. Okay. We have Celia Keenan Bolger. Mm. Oh, I'm all in on this. Big time. Yes. I love her. And. The whole, sh the concept of the show is that it is being told in flashbacks. So Celia will come out and narrate mm. and then mm. also go back and play her teenage self. Uh -huh. Because Ooh. you know she can do both. Some of costume course. changes. Yes. Um, it will, of course, be set Ooh. to the catalog of Blondie. Oh, Makes wow. Makes so much sense. Perfect. So um, after they've all committed this murder, which will be like the cold open of mm -hmm. this show, and they all go their separate ways, mm. um, the first real scene is them all, are they in college? Is that what happens? They go off to college? Maybe. I don't. I haven't seen it in a while. They all go off to college, and so you see, like, there are four or five different dorm rooms, like, on the mm -hmm. set, like, um, like a dollhouse, like a dollhouse set. Sure, sure. Cool. All of the different dorm rooms in different colleges, mm -hmm. and then they do a montage of them getting back in touch once they've all found the I Know What You Did Last Summer cards mm -hmm. um, to call me. Of course. And then it's just like, yeah. call me, da 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 we murdered someone. <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah, and so that's that really kicks I like off. That. I honestly, that's I really want to cool. see these in rep with Damn Yankees, <laughs> Les Mis, and In, in the space. Heights. In space. Yeah, also, in space. I love that you mentioned a dollhouse because just to throw in tigers, yeah. that's mm -hmm. what kind of inspired our set. It, we, they wanted it to look like a demented dollhouse. Oh, yeah. Cool. Also, yeah. it just like looks like every suburban basement in yeah. like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I've been in that rich kid's basement. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. That's <laughs> awesome. So funny. Um, well, that brings us to one of our episode. Oh. Yeah, and that was so fun. Yeah. Um, did you have a good time? A blast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but before we wrap up everything, yeah. we do need to go 
to Kevin and see to how, he see about how he feels about the, the Lion King. The, that oh, I can't. Well, you know what, Kevin, what do you think? Let's happened. throw it to Kevin. Kevin, who who killed Mufasa? Spoiler alert: yeah. Kevin might might tell us. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Did he find out? Did he leave an intermission? It was terrible. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Let's find out. Okay. Thanks, Brian and Kimberly. Alrighty, so I have officially joined the billions of people who have already seen The Lion King on Broadway or around the world. Um, it's great. I mean, it's really solid. The visuals are still really strong. Um, the cast was great. I had a good time. It was really fun seeing a show where I felt adults really relating to it and kids really relating to it because I've seen uh, I've seen more family friendly shows on Broadway but they always tend to skew really strongly toward the kids um, and never really got that magic that like Disney movies get where like they're very much for children but there's a, a like a through line that you can follow that's very adult um, this one kind of walked that line a lot better than a lot of shows I've seen and I Really loved that. Um, there were so many kids who just were in awe of what they saw, and that was amazing. I was also one of those kids. Um, yeah, it just it holds up. It was the the Minskoff Theater is beautiful. It was so nice to be inside and actually see what it looks like. Um, and I yeah, I had a good time. I got sad, and it that epic moment when the music starts and Simba's finally climbing up to the top of Pride Rock to take his role as the king and give a big real roar. Like, you realize it's silly that you're watching, like, an actual man, like, rah! But, like, it's so moving and powerful, especially when you have that nostalgia feeling toward... I remember seeing this movie in the theaters, and so it was just... It was really powerful, and I'm really glad that I got to see it, and... I would say all of you should go see it, but I'm pretty sure that I'm, like, the late one to the party. So if you haven't seen The Lion King yet and you're one of, like, the 12 other people I know, uh, or that I don't know, the 12 other people in the world who haven't seen it, then you should definitely go check out The Lion King, either on Broadway or on tour or somewhere near you. Um, it's a good one, so really check it out. And... This episode's also, I'm sure, a good one. Uh, they're having a blast in the studio, so I'm going to send it back to them for one more time. So, Brian, Kevin, uh, I'm Kevin. <laughs> Brian, Kimberly, and Mimi, back to you guys in the studio. Oh, I'm so happy. It's such a good time. Oh, goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. Really. Yeah. Hakuna Matata, for real. Absolutely. Hakuna Matata. Absolutely. Absolutely. Means no worries. Yeah. What a wonderful phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank yes, you for having us. We so had a blast. Coming. Um, you can, of course, uh, follow her on social media at Mimi uh, Mimi Dula. Yes. Uh, go follow at Tiger's Musical on social media. Mm -hmm. uh, go see the show. Yes. It's open until April 1st. April 1st. Um, so you don't have much time, but we want you to go see it. Um, thank you to our friends at Gold Star. Mm -hmm. um, you can get tickets for... We are the Tigers on Gold Star. Super excited for you to go see it. Uh, again, go to goldstar.com backslash broadwasted. Um, use our code broadwasted. That's all uppercase to mm -hmm. get $10 off your um, Tigers order. Um, and then uh, you can follow us at broadwasted on all social media. This is true. Um, Kevin, who's not here, as you know from this entire episode, mm -hmm. runs our Facebook group. So you can go join us and uh, join the conversation there. Mm -hmm. He does must watch Mondays. Yes, he does. Which, are, which I actually think... 
a tiger song has been once where he'll just yes. like share. Oh, some, I think so. He'll just like share something fierce. And then yeah. Um, and then uh, Kimberly runs our Patreon. So why don't you tell our uh, listeners something a little bit about that? Of course. Our Patreon has three different tiers of support starting at $5 a month. Uh, you can get an extra podcast every month and a bunch of other really fun perks. So go check us out at patreon.com backslash broadwasted. It really helps us. Uh, we put on a live show last two weeks ago at the time you're hearing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it helps us do sort of all sorts of stuff other than just sitting in conference rooms and drinking. So. <laughs> yeah. oh, that is great, though. Which we love <laughs> to do, but like, let it's us get out of time. this room. <laughs> Um, but, uh, if you haven't listened to us before, you can find us on iTunes. Uh, if you haven't rated and review us there, please do it. Five stars, please. And thank you. Or do it again. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Why not do another review? Exactly. Mm -hmm. We're different the first time you did it, I assume. Um, but, uh. We've evolved. You've evolved. Yeah. You can find us on Spotify as well. Oh, yeah. Um, every episode we end with a quote. Amazing. And today's quote is, then you hack the school system and change Skylar's grades from a D to an F. Then you hire some sick guy to lick Kyler's toothbrush. So she contracts mono. Now no one is left to be captain. So they turn to you and your dreams come true. That is Killer Instinct from A Bring It On. <laughs> yeah. Thought I want a little cheerleader I love it. Dark. Dark. You know? yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank you so much. Go see Thank We you. Are the Tigers. Come see um, us. Make mm-hmm. sure that um, you are uh, following her on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an awesome time today chatting with you, playing fun games. I know. I had such a good time. Yeah. Yay. Um, but as we end every episode, we raise our glasses. Oh, yeah. And uh-huh. we say, Zoot-doo-wop. Cheers. Love Thank you so much. Beep, 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 beep. Go Bayside. Yeah. Okay. The Bayside Tigers. Oh, is that why you did that? Yeah, they're the tigers. I've probably watched two episodes of Saved by the Bell ever. That's crazy to me. <laughs> hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the Rise Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now. And get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org. Because only together we rise.